This is Women Empower Wednesdays, where I, your host, Brie Logue, interview female entrepreneurs every single week who are absolute badasses in their field. Whether they are just starting out, running million dollar companies, we're going to interview and ask the hard questions. Tune in every single Wednesday to hear our new speaker. Welcome to Women Power Wednesdays. I'm your host, Brie Logue. Today we have Rhea Sokol. She is an artist, a speaker, and an entrepreneur. She does lots of different things, and I am super excited to chat with her today. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you and what you're currently working on. I could say so much about my journey, but I think that um, the most important things um, that are that I went through was that I was on the stage since I was six. I was singing and dancing and I was a solace. So I was traveling the world and this was my childhood, basically. And since then, I never left uh, the, the scenes, but there was a moment when I got really, really ill and it was depression. I was diagnosed. Um, Um, And it was uh, clearly showing me, now I can tell after so many years, uh, it's been 10 years since the diagnosis. And now I can tell that I was very not stable and also not prepared for my dreams to come true, literally. So what happened was I went into very long journey. It lasted five years. And after five years, I can say that five years ago, so after five years also, I I had my last episode of anxiety and depression. And since then, I am free and I am very fulfilled and I am very joyful and satisfied with life, although it sometimes knows how to surprise me, not in the pre- not in the pleasant way, but I learned how to navigate myself, my emotions, my abundance, my inner freedom. So that would be my short journey. I love that. Yeah, I feel like so many people struggle with that. Um, but I want to take a quick step back here and talk a little bit. I thought it was really interesting when I was reading about you, um, we said you've been on stage since you were six years old, and that's some of these most people's biggest fears right off the bat is, uh, you know, being on stage in front of people and talking to people in general. Um, has that helped you with your, you know, businesses and being an entrepreneur now and now that you help people change their lives and um, find more joy and fulfillment? But has that kind of helped you think when, you know, since you started at kind of such a young age, being in front of people and being around people? I don't even know how it was without it. So it's hard to say. (laughs) I can't remember. My last memories are from the stage. So I I have no idea how it would be without it. Uh, But for sure what it did, it was... uh, it, It anchored me in the place where I felt I'm connected to God. And this was the experience that was helping me in my daily life because I was struggling with sleeplessness, with eating disorder, with anxiety attacks, since I remember. And the only place where I felt life and alive, it was the stage. It was when I, literally my life was 
from being on the stage to being on the stage. Everything in between was just surviving and waiting for the next round of being on the stage. So it kind of showed me my purpose in life and it showed me the bar of where I'm going and where I I am reaching in my life. And because I was starting with audience like few thousand people, it wasn't like small audience, it was really tremendous. It gave me really high bar and expectations on my career when I was uh, adult. So definitely when I'm looking at what I'm doing right now, I just held an event of mine for 800 people. Uh, during summer, it was 4,000 people. So I realize what it takes and I realize how much I have to be able to handle myself and hold myself, my energy, my emotions, my light, my focus, my stableness, stability, um, to be able to show up fully, to sing, to speak to people's hearts, to dig in them and penetrate them with my love, with my abundance, so they can feel me, they can feel alive like I feel. I am certain that that it impacted me because I know how to do it, but it took a journey to get here. Yeah, I'm sure. I feel like you're just, I feel you can just, even just talking to you a very, very short time, you can just tell you're a very peaceful, you know, loving and joyous person. And I can just feel that energy even through Zoom, which is an amazing, amazing thing. And I think it's so cool that you're helping other people find this as well. So I kind of want to just jump right into um, how did you kind of overcome your depression, which is a really big, big question. And how do we shift our mindset um, around, you know, depression or anxiety and how to get because so many entrepreneurs we're talking my audience is new entrepreneurs. I'll start there too. <laughs> yes, I can. I can. Um, I realize how many people are, are, really suffering from anxiety and depression. And actually, in my case, it was stopping my career. Like I would, um, I would be, for example, having a contract the next day or a performance in TV, but I didn't know if I'm going to wake up alive or if I'm going to wake up in so much anxiety that I will not be able to get out of bed. And you wouldn't believe how many times I gave up not showing on the interview, not going to the studio, not going to TV, not signing the contract because I was paralyzed and the whole world was starting to look like it's black and white mm -hmm. and everything loses its colors. And I just literally cannot move because everything terrifies me and I don't care about my career. I don't care about the contract. I don't care about anything. It's like, I just want to die. So I realized how much it impacts our career, our money, our dreams, our daily life, our relationships. So this is fundamental. And the big question that you've asked, how did I overcome it? How did I get out? How, how did I heal myself? Is it, it is big question. But when I look back, for me, not only it was my way towards freedom, like literally in a very big shortcut, I could say depression is the way to find freedom. It's like, it's a path towards freedom. 
and it is a big shortcut, but this is my case. Because once you get out of depression in the way that I did, which I'm going to describe in a moment, you know that whenever you wake up in that hell, you know how it, how it is there. You recognize it, you're familiar with it, you made peace with it, and you're fine. And that gives so much freaking power that it's like the biggest liberation that I've ever experienced in my life. So the healing journey wasn't about me getting healthy and back into joy because every time that was happening after an episode of being in depression, I was still scared that I'm going to end up again in this place. So even though I, I wasn't there, I was so anxious because what if it's going to come tomorrow? And it was still prison. So, of course, it looked like that. I was living from one episode to the other episode. And sometimes it was, you know, I was lucky. It was three months of break, sometimes only one month. Sometimes, you know, it, it was it, it, it was different. But it lasted for five years up and down, going back and forward. And... As I look back, I can see that it's almost like a child who's learning to walk. So it's like when you are able to walk, you're not afraid of falling because you know how to walk. There is not it's not a problem when you trip over, you just you just stand up basically. So this is what I've learned in this horrible and terrifying journey which I of course don't recommend and don't you know, I, I really pray that nobody on this planet feels like I felt, but this was the journey and this is what I've learned. And this is how I, how I'm alive now, because every time she, she is knocking the, the, the depression is sometimes it's, it's knocking, you know, it's like, hello. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You want a tea? You want coffee? What do you want? I'm fine. I know I'm going to get up. I know I'm strong. I know I'm powerful. I know I'm free. I know I have my joy in my pocket, regardless of what's happening. I have my freedom. I have everything that I need internally inside of me. And depression gave it to me, like living with it so many years gave me so much strength. And I didn't go into a corner you know, to shrink, I stood tall and I won. That's amazing. So what's your advice for somebody who is going through it right now, who's going through their darkest moments? So say somebody's listening and is having a really hard time. You know, they just lost that big contract. They're struggling to pay their bills. You know, they have a loved one they lost. Then they're really in it right in the moment what is your advice to them to kind of get that first step to overcoming it well the first thing is like if you feel like giving up please ask yourself did you do absolutely everything in order to save yourself like are you certainly absolutely sure that you did everything that you could possibly do to heal yourself, to save your, not even heal, to save yourself from the darkness, because we're talking about surviving, you know, we're talking about like, you know, catching one breath at a time. So 
if if you did, you just if if you didn't, you look around and see what else you can do. If you have absolutely no idea what to do, here is what I've done. I found, and it was 10 years ago, so it wasn't that easy because mental health was on a different level, like consciousness was on a different level than today. Self-development, spirituality, it was really on a different level, especially in Poland. So it wasn't so accessible. But what I've done, I found two two YouTube channels on YouTube with people who were, who when I heard them talking, I could breathe. So this was my routine 24-7. Whether I was asleep, whether I wasn't, I always had a ear uh, ear earplug like headphones in my ear and I was listening to it over and over again. And whenever it was getting dark internally inside of me, I was like just really focusing and listening and breathing and listening and breathing. And this was my thing. This is how I was literally collecting moments, tiny moments when it didn't hurt, when when I felt like some kind of relief. And believe me, at the beginning, it was once a month for one minute or even less. But I had this notebook where I was uh, writing down every single time that I felt relief and when I felt like I have space inside of my lungs that that the, that the breathing doesn't hurt so at first it was once a month then it was once every two weeks then it was more and more because I kept looking into this notebook so I was using manifestation and programming my my mind that I could see okay it was twice okay and more and more and I was writing down and I was collecting it when we are collecting something it gets bigger. So what you what I was really f- obsessed with was collecting these moments, collecting the breaths. And then suddenly the notebook from only one sentence, it was full of sentences. Then it was the whole notebook. And then I kept doing it. So do everything. Do absolutely everything because it's 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 life. It's it's our life. It's worth everything, like whatever, whatever we decide to do, whatever we choose at the end of this life, we're going to look back and we will be either proud or really disappointed. So it's worth doing absolutely everything. Like, even if it sounds ridiculous, even if it sounds crazy, like whatever it is, I didn't tell anybody what I was doing, like that I was listening Abraham Hicks, like 24 seven, you know, and her, you know, rampages. Like I, I knew them, like I was talking with her because after a few thousand times that I've listened to one clip, of course I knew how it sounds, you know, and how it goes. And it was in my memory. So I was I was obsessed with it, but step by step, one step at a time, one breath at a time, one smile at the time, collecting, 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 collecting the breaths, collecting the smiles, collecting the aliveness, and and it grows. Yeah, beautifully said. 
Yeah, I love manifestation. I feel like when you first like start learning about it, you're like, oh, this is never going to work. This is very, you know, woo-woo type things. And it's a, such a weird space to be like, oh, I'm going to sit here and visualize these things and manifest my dreams. But I feel like it does work so well um, on a subconscious level. And I know you've done a re- lot of research on the subconscious level stuff. Um, so can you dive in a little bit about that? So one of the biggest secrets is what I just mentioned. It's like what we collect becomes our life, period. Like there is no doubt about it. So uh, yesterday on one of my online programs, a woman asked me that she keeps having these emails from people from charity And they keep asking her for help from poor animals, from poor children, from her children, from this, from that. And then she says, it hurts me so much. I keep doing the coding because I have this method of manifesting and reprogramming, which is called coding. And she says, I keep doing the coding, but these messages keep coming to me. And I got, and she tells me, and she tells me every single message that she got, you know, she's describing them. And I'm like, okay. So when I was younger, I was very, um, uh, very sensitive for car accidents. I was always afraid of that. So I was always looking like when something like that happened on the street, I was always looking at it. Then I was talking about it. Then I saw another one. So then again, I was discussing it and talking about it. And I was terrified, but I kept having more and more evidence for that. And this is literally how it works. And I told her, listen, it's not like the accidents will not ever happen or the charity or poor children will disappear when you're coding. It's just that you gain this kind of awareness that in the quantum field, there is everything, like literally. It's like, I like this comparison to TikTok. You know, it's you can find absolutely everything there. And the rule with TikTok is three seconds. You have three seconds to let algorithm know if you're interested in this kind of content or not. So if you see something that you don't like and don't care about, you scroll. If you see something that you love, you keep watching. And then the algorithm is, oh, great. She loves it. I'm going to give it, I'm going to, I'm going to give her more of that. But if you see something that hurts you or triggers you or make you feel uncomfortable, but you keep watching because you're triggered and because you want to then gossip about it or discuss about it, guess what happens? TikTok doesn't understand that you watch it because you don't like it (laughs) and because you don't want to see more of that. TikTok understands very clear message. Okay, she she stayed. She loves it. I'm going to give her more of that. This is literally how quantum field works and how manifesting works. Whatever we focus our attention on, we get it. So when... I was experimenting with TikTok, for example, 
just to check what's going to happen if I stay on this woman who doesn't wash her hair for two years, you know? And then suddenly on my TikTok wall, it was just only things about gross hair or people who don't wash or who wash with it, like only that. And I'm like, this is exactly what came out of me studying and experimenting with subconscious mind. It's it's the same it's the same rule. So this is what really can make us feel empowered or very anxious because it's terrifying because it gives you really a lot of responsibility and it pushes you, it forces you to become really aware of your choices, of words, of topics, of people that you're hanging out with, of content that you're looking in an internet, of everything that you're doing basically, because suddenly it's like, okay, so it's all my fault. Kind of. <laughs> I don't call it fault. I call it responsibility, but yeah, it's all on your, all on your shoulders. So it's big. I love that you put that in like such a very, very simple, easy to understand terms. And I think um, I love that you also use social media as an example there because so many people spend so much of their time with social media now. And that I think it's funny when I know people are like, oh, I hate social media. And it's like, oh, it's funny for me. It's like, oh, I love social media because when I go on there, I feel like, you know, empowered and I've like trained my whole thing. So it's like I only see good, positive people and good, positive things. And it's like, usually for me, it's like a, I get a nice, you know, endorphins for going on there. So it's like, a what a fun, easy way to put that. Thank you so much. I love that. And then I have one more question for you because um, we are running out of time here. Um, so this tip is specifically for women. So what tips do you have for women who are ready to make a big change in their life and jump uh, into entrepreneurship? They're ready to quit their job. They're ready to change their life in a drastic way. What's one quick tip you have for those people who uh, are ready to conquer some of their fears? I have the best tip ever. Reach out to me write to me on Instagram or on TikTok or on like wherever, just write to me. We're going to figure it out. We're going to find a plan that will blow your mind and transform your life into something absolutely extraordinary that will take your breath away. Oh, I love that. Well, that's an easy transition <laughs> for me. So how do people find you? So I'm literally all over the place. I'm literally all over the place. So I have inst I have two accounts on Instagram because I have it in Polish and in English. Then I have two accounts on TikTok, also in English and in Polish. Then I have YouTube also. I mean, it's the same account, but it's you can find content for Pol in Polish and in English. I have Facebook. I have threads. So it's like, and I have my website with emails. So it's like, you can literally find me everywhere like i made sure that i'm visible <laughs> and recognized so just type ria sokol r-i-y-a-s-o-k-o-l and i'm there for you awesome i love it and then i do actually have one very very last question it's my favorite one i always ask it at the end of every podcast what is your favorite book it's a hard one 
I stopped reading books about five years ago. So I think my favorite book would depend of the period of time that you've asked me. Because depending on a stage that you're at, I would I would grab something different. So when it comes to manifesting and manifestation in general, I would definitely go for Esther Hicks uh, and and her whole law of attraction. Um, if when it comes to like deep spiritual work, going into the depths and the core of your being and your feminine energetics, it would be um, running with the wolves. It is this just the most extraordinary book for women um then for mothers it would be again uh, another book so um i guess it depends what you're looking for um because there are just so many so many things that supported me in my life and that were so crucial in a certain period of time and the last five years, it was literally nothing, uh, nothing that was that was um, that I was reaching out to. I went into into the source of of my own book, <laughs> which is internally uh, inside of me. So, so it's a difficult question. <laughs> I gave me two great answers, so so I really appreciate you going there. Um, and again, I'm going to be very respectful of your time. So thank you so much for coming on today. I'll have all of your links for all of your things. So make sure everybody goes out and follows her on social media. She does a killer job on every platform. So like I said, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I really thank appreciate you. So I am so grateful. Uh, thank you for having me here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening every single week. We come out with these episodes at 5 a.m. every single Wednesday. Please subscribe, like, follow, leave a review on App Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. See you next week.